everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 6th of September 2023 and unfortunately guys, for 3 days in a row, the global cryptocurrency market is exactly at $1.04 trillion but the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies has definitely fluctuated. It is extremely strange, isn't it? But to be honest guys, the global cryptocurrency market is definitely not looking good and the volume of DeFi is definitely worrisome. Now in today's episode, we have a lot of news regarding partnership which to be honest is definitely great for the broader blockchain and cryptocurrency ecosystem. Now the first one to be honest guys is an absolutely massive news and that is to do with MetaMask. And I'm pretty much sure at this point of time if you're using Ethereum, you're pretty much aware of what MetaMask is. Now the massive news is that MetaMask is going to allow you to transfer your funds or transfer your cryptocurrencies to fiat currencies. This is absolutely massive news. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about. The second news is another partnership and that is between Visa and Solana blockchain protocol and they're going to be utilizing Circle USDC. So in a way guys, there are three entities that are involved. That is Visa, Solana and Circle USDC as well. And Coinbase guys, they have secretly started a new lending service. Now this is a bit strange because earlier this year Security and Exchange Commission definitely went after Coinbase and that had more to do with lending services and also to do with crypto staking services as well. But what is different is that this lending service is meant for high net worthy individuals and looks like regulatory clarity is much better on that. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about. And guys regarding South Korea we have some partnership news as well and that is to do with one of the leading retail giants in South Korea and they are partnering with Bitco. And look guys, South Korea has been a massive advocate of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies right since its inception. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this news definitely drives momentum and more user adoption in South Korea. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, we have two news from the Bayou and the Middle East. And both the news guys are relatively positive news. And the first news guys is to do with an event that did actually take place on the 4th of this month and that was the Metaverse Accelerator program. So essentially the news is that DIFC completes the first Metaverse Accelerator program and it is actually aligned with Digital Tech Mandate. So I'll very briefly run through what that news is all about. And the event cars was completely free to attend in the DIFC center that is Dubai International Financial Center. And the second news cars has to do with artificial intelligence. And to be honest cars, a lot of mainstream media are also covering this news and it has to do with artificial intelligence and the news is that Expo City Dubai is launching region's first AI film festival. So definitely a really interesting news. So quite a lot of cover cars in today's episode. So let's get started with it right away. Welcome to the Krypton Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems 
to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies. We'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8. And let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXB journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Guys is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they are taking corporate social responsibility very seriously and they are focusing on three P's, that is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv and here's the beautiful thing guys, they also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing and hosting training workshops, seminars and community events that educate, inform and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing if you do want to support this channel. You go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalu Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal, guys. They are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space. They are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now, what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now, instead of E, they have replaced it with Web 3, and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys, listen, Charlotte Group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out 
soulmates.xyz. And once again, guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information. And in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen, guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.dreamin.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out. And they have a Discord community as well. And guys, Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates, has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high-paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now, guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now, guys, for some odd reason, for three days in a row, the global cryptocurrency market is exactly at $1.04 trillion. It could be possible that when I'm looking at the numbers, the numbers are exactly the same. That is ridiculously strange, isn't it? Now, since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 0.11%, but the total cryptocurrency market volume, guys, is definitely not looking good. It is only at $25.57 billion. Ideally, guys, when there is news surrounding Bitcoin spot ETF, be it positive or negative news, 
the total cryptocurrency market volume should definitely have pumped up. I'm looking at somewhere between the 40 to 60 billion dollar range. Now that thing being said, despite the volume being low, it is accounting for 9.28% of the total cryptocurrency market volume. And to be honest guys, the volume in DeFi is not looking good at all. The DeFi volume is down to 2.14 billion dollars and the total value lock guys is well below the 40 billion dollar mark and it is currently at 37.88 billion dollars and Lido is still dominating so far as total value locked is concerned and the total value locked is 14.09 billion dollars and guys as of today DeFi is accounting for only 8.39% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Now guys if you look at decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance it is marginally picked up pace but definitely ridiculously low it is only at 12.43% and guys next what I'm going to be looking at is the 24 hour volume of DeFi protocols and clearly guys Uniswap is an outlier and the volume is 533.11 million dollars followed by PancakeSwap at 236.25 million dollars Maverick protocol guys is at 74.55 million dollars Core Finance at $56.7 million and Meta TDEX at $30.59 million. Now guys, let's quickly run through the volume of stablecoins and look guys, I've said this over and over again. The volume of stablecoins is ridiculously low and it is accounting for a higher percentage of the total cryptocurrency market volume as of today, 6th of September. DeFi is accounting for 96.34% and the volume is only $24.63 billion. That is ridiculously bad, isn't it? And out of the $24.63 billion, Tether USDT is accounting for $18.71 billion, Circle USDC is at $2.59 billion, and looks like guys true USD or TUSD is definitely strong at number 3 position, and I wouldn't be surprised if it continues at least for the next few months, cause Binance BUSD is definitely not having the best year. Now so far as the volume of TUSD or true USD is concerned, it is at $1.84 billion. Now guys, let's quickly run through the market cap, 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. And look guys, there is a very high possibility that the market cap of Bitcoin could go well below the $500 billion mark. Because as of now, it is exactly at $500 billion. And I wouldn't be surprised if we do find out any negative news directly or indirectly connected to Bitcoin that would significantly drop down the market cap of Bitcoin. So definitely keep a track on the market cap of Bitcoin in particular. Ethereum's market cap is well below the $200 billion mark. It is only at $195 billion. If you look at the 24-hour trading volume, guys, Bitcoin is only at $11.3 billion, whereas Ethereum is only at $4.59 billion. And what is a bit strange but not surprising, guys, is that the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum both have gone down, which just means one thing, guys, that there might be some cryptocurrencies or shitcoins that people are going ahead and investing in it. And because of that, the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum is marginally going down. Now, so far as Bitcoin's dominance is concerned, it is at 48.20%, whereas Ethereum is at 18.90%. Now, in today's episode, guys, let me quickly run through the top 5 privacy coins, because Monero, guys, is clearly an outlier. And if you look at its market cap, the market cap of Monero has been relatively consistent. Now, as of today, 6th of September, Monero's market cap is $2.53 billion. And the price for Monero is 137.52 cents. Now the second protocol so far as privacy coin is concerned, if you look at it via Masari, it is Mass Network and its market cap is $212 million and the price for Mass Network is $2.58. The third protocol guys so far as privacy coins is concerned is Decred and its market cap is $202 million 
and the price is thirteen dollars and eight cents. Zcash surprisingly is at number four, and its market cap is two hundred and two million dollars. And the price for Zcash is twenty four dollars and fifty three cents. Ideally, guys, I was hoping that Zcash would have been at number second, but privacy coins are absolutely crazy and strange, isn't it? And the number fifth privacy coins of us market cap is concerned as Harmony, and its market cap is one hundred and twenty eight million dollars. And the price for Harmony, guys, is zero point. 00951 cents and to be honest guys it's going to be really interesting to see as and when news regarding privacy coin develops because few days ago we did actually talked about tornado cash and look as if the government does actually want to go after privacy coins they can easily do that and if you're someone who's in dubai or uae wara that is dubai's virtual asset and regulatory authority they have some really strict guidelines particularly dealing with privacy coins so make sure that you look at Wara's rule. If you're dealing with privacy coins, you definitely need to take it a bit seriously. Now guys, before we look at the king of all king, let me run through a protocol or project called as Rocket Pool because they're dealing with decentralized Ethereum staking pool. And if you look at it via coin market cap, guys, it is currently at number 70, definitely in the top 100. And the price of Rocket Pool is $22.71 and its ticker symbol is RPL. So let me very briefly go ahead and explain what is rocket pool because look as rocket pool is a platform that allows individuals to stake the ethereum in a decentralized manner and staking guys as we know involves locking up ethereum or eth to help secure the ethereum network and in return you go ahead and earn some rewards so essentially guys there are two ways to participate in it you can either join the network or you can run your own node now let's say if you want to join the network you can join rocket pool by staking your ethereum or eth through the network of decentralized node operators this means guys you don't need to run your own technical setup to stake your ethereum the second option is running your own need so let's say if you have at least 16 ethereum or eth you can run your own node on rocket pool this does require technical knowledge but it does allow you to earn more rewards and potentially earn additional rpl tokens as well and guys rocket pool also has liquid staking so rocket pool offers a feature called as liquid staking this means guys that when you stake your ethereum you receive token callers RETH in return and unlike traditional staking where your stake Ethereum is locked up, RETH remains flexible and can be traded or used without triggering taxable events. This is absolutely massive isn't it? So it is essentially way to earn rewards while maintaining liquidity as well. And Rocket Pool also has smart nodes and Rocket Pool uses custom node software that spreads the risk of bad nodes across the network and this gas actually reduces the chances of individual stakers facing penalties if a node they are connected to misbehaves it definitely announces the security and reliability of the staking process now let me very briefly run through who the founders are because rocket pool was created by david Dyke and is managed by darren langley along with the team of experienced blockchain engineers and this team provides expertise and ensures the platform's smooth operation and so far as accessibility is concerned rocket pool aims to make ethereum staking accessible to a wide range of users even if you don't have a large amount of ethereum or technical expertise you can still go ahead and participate and earn your rewards now so far as the token supply is concerned unlike many DeFi tokens with fixed supplies rpl has a five percent annual inflation this means that the new rpl tokens are continuously created and these tokens are distributed to node operators oracle data providers and for the development of the platform now let me very briefly run through the security and governance of it because rocket pool gas is built on ethereum blockchain making it secure by design it has undergone multiple security audits 
by reputable firms and has a bug bounty program to encourage further security testing as well and governance of the platform is divided between the protocol DAO and Oracle DAO ensuring that the key decisions are made collectively by participants so essentially in summary Rocket Pool is a platform that enables individuals to participate in Ethereum staking in a decent, light and flexible manner. It also offers unique features like liquid staking, smart nodes that makes it more accessible and secure for a wide range of users and the platform is backed by experienced team and focuses on continuously improving and securing its services. So definitely a really interesting project. Now guys, let's quickly run through the king of all kings that is Bitcoin and unfortunately as of now, the price of Bitcoin is $25,718. And since the last 24 hours, it is largely up by 0.22%, but since the last 7 days, it is down by 7%. Ethereum is currently at $1,630, and since the last 24 hours, it is largely up by 0.71%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 5.90%. Binance BNB coin or BNB is currently at $214. Since the last 24 hours, it is largely up by 0.12%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 5 0.66%. And look, guys, in today's news, despite the global cryptocurrency market is in a turmoil and the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are definitely not looking good, there's a lot of positive news. And to be honest, guys, these are not just partnerships that actually pumps the price of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, but rather these partnerships are definitely better for the community. Now, the first news is a brilliant news, and that is to do with MetaMask. And MetaMask did actually mention via Twitter that the latest feature to sell Ethereum to fiat currencies or sell is now enabled essentially you can now convert your crypto to fiat absolutely brilliant user experience so you'll be able to send the funds directly to your bank account and this feature guys is currently available in us uk and parts of europe as well and hopefully it's going to be available in other countries as well and they're going to be supporting eth and ethereum mainnet with plans to expand to native gas tokens on layer 2 network soon now i'm really curious to find out which banks have they partnered with so let's say metamask have they partnered with a particular bank where the bank go ahead and accepts cryptocurrencies to fiat i really am not sure but what i'd really recommend you to do is guys in the show notes below read through the blog and that'll give you more clarity and they've also provided an explanatory video on how the entire process works now unfortunately guys because i'm in dubai and uae i tried to do it but the option just wasn't there so if you're someone who is in uk us and certain parts of europe definitely positive news now guys let's discuss another positive news and this is definitely going to drive the adoption of circle usdc and look guys the war on stable coins is definitely in play now at this point of time it's no surprise that the usdt is the leader but i wouldn't be surprised let's say in just a matter of two years or so circle usdc's volume definitely got and dominates stable coins but my biggest worry is what happens when central bank digital currency kicks in why would you want to use stable coins when you have central bank digital currency but that's maybe a topic in the near future but let's go ahead and discuss a positive news and that is regarding visa solana and circle usdc and business wire did actually publish an article that states that visa expands stable coin settlement capabilities to merchant acquires and the article actually states guys that visa announces step in modernizing cross-border money movement and visa is expanding its stablecoin settlement capabilities to high-end performing solana blockchain and is working with merchant acquirers that is worldpay and Novi. and look guys since the last few days i'm seeing a lot of news regarding solana a few days ago i also talked about the founder of MakeDAO, that is christian Rubinson, who was also planning to have a new upgrade called as endgame of MakeDAO 
on to Solana blockchain as well. Now all these things being said, Solana blockchain is definitely a centralized blockchain protocol. But nonetheless, they are definitely making some news. And so far as the news regarding Visa is concerned, Sai Sheffield, the head of crypto for Visa, had some really interesting statements about the speed of cross-border settlement. So let me just read out what he actually said. Because what he said in the article is that by leveraging stable coins like CircleUSDC and global blockchain networks like Solana and Ethereum, we are helping to improve the speed of cross-border settlement and providing a modern option for our clients to easily send or receive funds from Visa's treasury. And he also went ahead and said that Visa is committed to being on the forefront of digital currency and blockchain innovation and leveraging these new technologies to help improve the way we move money. So definitely some positive news, I guess. But guys, listen, it's so critical to truly understand that when you're dealing with stable coins, they definitely do not follow the ethos of open blockchain. And I've said this so many times recently, is that stablecoin issuers are just replacing the role of a bank. The transactions may appear to be peer-to-peer, but at the same time, it's so critical to understand that a stablecoin issuer definitely can go ahead and censor your transaction now, so far as the news regarding Visa is concerned, guys, it is important to note that when consumers use Visa cards to make a payment at any of the millions of Visa accepting merchants' locations around the world, they can experience the convenience of nearly instant payment authorizations. But what they don't see is that the funds used for their purchase need to move between their banks, that is the issuers, and the merchants' bank, that is the acquirers. And this is the area where Visa's treasury and settlement systems enable the clearing settlement and movement of billions of worth of dollars of transactions in a day, making sure that the correct amount in the preferred currency is received from the issuer and sent to the acquirer. And this process happens seamlessly between nearly 15,000 financial institutions and across more than 25 currencies globally. So the big question is, guys, why did they go ahead and pick Solana? Now, as I mentioned earlier, guys, Visa look to expand the capabilities to additional clients and there have been significant demand to leverage newer, high-performance blockchain that can send and receive stablecoins with higher speed and lower cost. And for these reasons, Visa did went ahead and choose to add support for Solana as a high-performance blockchain that its partners can choose to send or receive USDC settlement payments. But guys, listen, could they have just incorporated RippleNet or XRP? They could have definitely got and done that as well, isn't it? Now, so far as the news regarding Solana is concerned, this makes Visa one of the fastest major payment companies at scale to directly utilize Solana for live settlement payments between its clients and the Solana blockchain guys sees 400 milliseconds block times which averages 400 transactions per second and typically surges to more than 2000 transactions per second across a variety of use cases during periods of peak demands. But look guys, historically Solana has had so many downtimes, they have stopped reducing blocks and they made a centralized decision to go ahead and stop reducing blocks and that has happened for well over 16 hours. So really I'm not sure why they have gone ahead and looked at Solana. And again guys, I wouldn't be surprised, let's say after 2 years or so, the momentum does actually shift from stable coins to central bank digital currencies. Those are my thoughts and opinion on it. Now guys, let's discuss some really interesting news and that is to do with Coinbase and looks like Coinbase has created a new crypto lending service in the US for institutional clients and here's the interesting bit guys. Coindesk article states that the platform was quietly revealed in the US Security and Exchange Commission filing on September 1st. So it looks like they have not advertised it and tried to keep it as secret as much as possible. And what that filing shows is that $57 million has already been raised for the program. So what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, if you're someone who is in US and if you're working with institutional clients, you definitely need to go ahead and check out what the filing is. 
Maybe Coinbase will be able to assist you or some of your high net worthy individual clients or institutional clients can benefit it by Coinbase. And so far as this news is concerned guys, this latest lending service is geared towards institutions which means regulations is less onerous on the presumption that large investors have sophistications to handle it. It does make a bit of sense isn't it and based on the article guys what it states is that a Coinbase spokesperson did actually say in a statement to Coindesk that with this service, institutions can choose to lend digital assets to Coinbase under standardized terms in a product that qualifies for a regulation the exemption and Coinbase is working to update the financial system that was built over a hundred years ago, leveraging crypto to provide people with more economic freedom and opportunity and to advance this purpose, Coinbase is building the most trusted crypto products and services and supporting other builders to bring 1 billion people into crypto. So definitely positive news. But to be honest guys, this news is positive only for Coinbase and the shareholders. Definitely not for the global cryptocurrency ecosystem and definitely not for an average individual person. Now guys, let's discuss some news from South Korea and South Korean banking giant KB Hana. They have partnered with Bitco which opens doors to crypto and I'm going to be discussing when this will actually take place because this news guys is officially published via forecast news and they actually state that KB Hana Bank has partnership with crypto custodian and it ties one of the largest financial groups in the country to the digital asset space and Bitco guys is launching an office in South Korea in the later half of 2024. So what do you think guys this means for cryptocurrency adoption in South Korea? Definitely positive news isn't it? So let me very briefly run through or summarize some fun facts about this news because HANA guys is a new digital asset custody service and they will operate using BitGo's blockchain security technology but the two companies did not provide any further information on the services that the partnership will provide but they did have a joint press release and in that joint press release what they actually said is that the partnership is expected to be an important turning point in raising the standards of domestic digital asset market to a global level and encouraging institutional participation in the market and HANA guys is one of South Korea's top 5 banking institutions having earned a net profit of 3.16 trillion Korean won which is roughly around 2.4 billion dollars last year definitely a massive giant and guys digital asset custody and Bitco has clients including Nike in over 50 countries and the California-based company said at a press conference release that it has decided to expand to South Korea given the country's favorable regulatory environment. And in that press release, guys, they also mentioned that Bitco is also launching an office in South Korea in the later half of 2024 after preparing the necessary license under local regulations. And last month, guys, the company completed a $100 million Series C funding round with its valuation standing at $1.75 billion. And in July, guys, South Korea's Financial Services Commission announced that they will push to amend the electronic security laws to include blockchain power security tokens within its regulatory framework. So definitely positive news. So today's episode, guys, there was quite a lot of positive news, isn't it? I'm hoping that trend tends to continue probably for the rest of 2023. Now, guys, let's quickly discuss two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now, the first news, guys, has to do with the Metaverse Accelerator Program and DIFC completed the first Metaverse Accelerator Program which is aligned with digital tech mandate. So the news essentially is guys, the Dubai International Financial Center launched this DIFC Metaverse Accelerator program and DIFC guys as you know is a global financial center in the Middle East region and the program guys actually aligns with Dubai's digital tech goals and it's part of Dubai Metaverse strategy aiming to boost the gross domestic product 
by $4 billion by 2030 and the strategy guys targets 40,000 virtual jobs and 1,000 blockchain and metaverse tech companies and over 160 startups applied from various countries focusing on metaverse, artificial intelligence, web3, augmented reality, virtual reality and blockchain sectors as well and the program guys partnered with Abu Dhabi National Insurance Company also called as ADNIC, DB World and Daoverse Capital and 10 promising startups were selected from the program and to be honest guys I was supposed to attend that event I did get an invite but unfortunately I couldn't make it now in that session on Monday that is the 4th of September they actually had startups go and showcase their talent and so far as the accelerator program was concerned guys the program included a 3 month bootcamp workshop and the participants benefited from a network of over 60 DIC innovation hub ecosystem partners and the program also aims to stimulate investment opportunities and build a metaverse creator community and guys, if you're someone who's in Dubai and Middle East and are working in the metaverse space, you should know by now that DIFC is positioning itself as a global metaverse hub and the graduation of the first cohort did actually take place on DIFC Innovation Hub. And to be honest guys, I believe it was at zone number D. Now at this point of time, I really am not sure if it was shown live on YouTube, but they definitely had Instagram stories where you could see a lot of participants, a lot of startup pitches. A lot of them giving speeches and talking about the AFC Accelerator program and entrepreneurs guys did actually pitch innovative ideas to venture capitals and industry leaders as well and graduates included companies like Artichoke Labs, Cognitive Technologies and Daoversal as well and Duvos, Yovometa and Flank were among the graduating startups and the program guys covered a wide range of tech sectors that is Metaverse, Web3 Artificial Intelligence, Augmented Reality and Virtual Reality as well. And listen guys, the DIFC Metaverse Accelerator program contributes to Dubai's digital transformation, so definitely positive news. Now guys, let's discuss the second news and that is to do with AI Film Festival. In Expo City, Dubai is launching regional's first AI Film Festival, so let me go ahead and briefly run through what that news is all about. Because Expo City Dubai has introduced the region's inaugural Artificial Intelligence Film Festival and it is called as AIFF. And the AIFF guys is dedicated to exploring the application of artificial intelligence in creative storytelling and filmmaking and this unique film festival will extend for approximately six months and Emirates News Agency reported on the launch of the pioneering event and the website guys for Emirates News Agency is www.wam.ae that is W for water, A for alpha, M for mother.ae I believe the Emirates News Agency is the official channel or media channel for the government and the Artificial Intelligence Film Festival will compose an international competition segment and will also incorporate film screenings, panel discussion featuring AI experts and filmmakers in an innovative workshop centered on artificial intelligence and film production. And the film competition cast officially commenced on Tuesday, that is I believe yesterday on the 5th of September and it is open to both professional and amateur filmmakers as well and submission must include content generated by artificial intelligence and award winners will be revealed during an award ceremony scheduled for February 29th, most likely in 2024 and Mark John Faradini, the Expo City's Dubai's Chief of Education and Culture, emphasized that AIFF is the first of many initiatives and the festival aims to delve into dynamic between creativity and technology as well. And guys, listen, the Artificial Intelligence Film Festival will explore the interaction between human ingenuity and artificial intelligence in the context of filmmaking and the AIFF represents a significant step in embracing artificial intelligence 
within the creative arts and this event seeks to foster innovation and experimentation within the filmmaking and it serves as a platform for filmmakers to showcase the artificial intelligence infused creation and AI's role in enhancing storytelling and cinematic experience will be the central theme and expositi the Bagas is taking the pioneering step in promoting artificial intelligence driven creativity in the region through groundbreaking film festival so definitely positive news i guess so look as dubai is definitely taking massive leads not just in bitcoin and cryptocurrencies but definitely in artificial intelligence as well and i definitely do think if you get a chance definitely go ahead and participate in it so in today's episode guys there was definitely quite a lot of positive news and a lot of partnership as well and that's about all guys on the ask me anything season blockchain dxp in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions drop me an email to info@blockchaindxp.com check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and guys if you like listening to this podcast please click on the follow button give it a five star rating and share the word across now for the next few minutes is going to be an ask me anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts defi and metaverse so let's kick start with the ask me anything series Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB. Listening to the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. I have a question by Clint who asks, "Do you think the price of Bitcoin will go down further this week?" Now, Clint, listen. When it comes to price predictions, all price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. The fact is, unfortunately, Clint. No one can guarantee you if the price is going to go up or going to go down. And one thing which I've been saying right since I released my first episode in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast is, do not look at the price, because all price influencers are definitely going to say that Bitcoin is going to head towards the moon. But the fact is, a lot of notorious whales they try to manipulate it. A lot of multi-millionaires and billionaires. they want to go out and drive the demand for bitcoin now keeping all these thing in mind i definitely cannot make any price recommendation and also if you look on tiktok or youtube the so called specialist or price influencers 90% of the time they are completely wrong even if you look at some famous people like tone wayne or the moon they have definitely been wrong more than they have been right even if you look at plan b stock to flow model it has definitely not worked out because if that would have worked out at this point of time i believe the price of bitcoin would be somewhere around the 200000 dollar mark so unfortunately clint i do not want to make any price recommendations but what you are saying does make a lot of sense but i can give you information for at a macro level so unfortunately if you do find out some news regarding bitcoin spot etf most likely negative news that should definitely drive down the price of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and to be honest clint what i'd really recommend you to do is pay attention to what jerome powell is doing because in the next few days he is definitely going to announce the interest rate hike and that news to be honest is definitely going to reduce the price or bring down the price of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies so at this point of time i'm really not sure the exact date but go to the federal reserve board website or look at fomc meeting and the exact date when jerome powell will go and announce the interest rate hike and one thing which i'd recommend you to do is clint and also to our listeners is Whenever Jerome Powell goes live, make sure you go and watch him live on YouTube channel, or you can watch it later on as well. Because the narrative what mainstream media puts out is most often completely different to what he actually goes out and says. And one example which I often mention is Jerome Powell was asked eight times, and this happened roughly around eight months ago, 
if the world is heading towards recession and all the eight times he said no and what happened is that mainstream media did actually put out a different narrative that Jerome Powell is trying to avoid questions regarding recession and they went ahead and put across the news that US is heading towards recession. So what I'd really recommend you to do is make sure you listen to what Jerome Powell is saying, analyze it, make your own decision. But at the same time, you also need to look at what fake news is actually saying. Because to be honest, fake news does actually drive the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as well. And then you need to make up your own decision. So those are my thoughts. But unfortunately, Clint, I don't think that the price of Bitcoin will definitely be bumping up anytime soon until and unless we get some clarity or some information regarding Bitcoin spot ETF. Those are my thoughts and opinion on it. And that's about all guys from the Ask Me Anything season blockchain TXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to unfurblockchaintxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaintxb.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a faster rating and share the word across. And guys, remember Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and other series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee Date Works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the buzz of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening and have a nice one. Bye-bye.